This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. I'm going to talk about change. It's part of our wisdom series. And uh, you know, the Bible speaks about in Job 28 verse 18, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. Uh, Bible also says, you know, in all of your getting, you should get understanding. Understanding uh, or wisdom is the application of what you understand. So when you go through a situation, you are understanding what I'm preaching, you're understanding your Bible, then you apply that to your situation and that's wisdom. So wisdom is the application of what you previously understood through God's word. If you understand that, say amen. Now, in my introductory remarks, I just want to say this, that the mandate of the church is to get you to understand who Jesus is and what Jesus did. That's the person of Jesus. But Jesus also gave us principles by which we should live. So the church is not only to make you, uh, get you ready through the salvation plan for heaven, uh, because most people, and especially those who have an evangelistical trust, believe that you must get people saved. So you get them saved this week, and you get them saved next week, and you get them saved the third week and the fourth week. What do you do in between getting saved and going to heaven? You change. You change. And how do you change? The pastor needs to teach you principles. So listen to me now. The person of Jesus prepares you for heaven. The principles of Jesus prepares you for earth. Let me say that again. The person of Jesus gets you ready for going to heaven. But from now to waiting, you got to have principles. And then we teach you principles. you got to apply the principles and that's where change comes in. I'm all for change. I'm here to pastor you into change. And Romans 12 verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So if all you're doing is sitting and waiting to go to heaven, how are you going to transform? Uh, the, 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 the thing that we need to be afraid of then is if you're saved and only getting saved and not being transformed, you will conform to the world. There's a lot of people conforming to worldly standards, not because it's their fault, but they are not transformed by the renewing of the mind. Now, how do you renew the mind if there's no renewal process? All right? So, many times, uh, people stay the same way they are. And uh, uh, most of our shortcomings, many people are blaming God for their shortcomings. Many people, anything goes wrong, they blame God. And when many people in this era are backsliding and blaming God for situations that they got themselves into. Uh, let me say it this way. Many are blaming their shortcomings on God. There's a difference. Many are blaming God for their shortcomings. And many are blaming their shortcomings on God. Uh, the church per se, people suffer with a, I told you, influenza symptom called blamatitis. 
any failure, they just want to blame somebody. Their successes is them, but their failures is others. It's called blamatitis. Are you with me? So change is where, where we are. Are you a change person? Do you only open the doors for CEOs and not for janitors? Are you a changed person? Are you racist at heart? Are you a changed person as a Christian or are you still dysfunctional and blaming it on bipolar? I know you're saved, but the question is, are you transformed? I know you go to church, but that's what you do on Sunday. How are you on Monday? Is the, is the question that today's message is in, uh, bringing to you. And so, this morning, as we, as we reflect on what we've been learning, and today I'm going to put a cap on everything. The first Sunday I taught on, do you know? No. Jonah. The second Sunday, I used as my case study, the prodigal son. So those were the two guys. One was running away from his assignment, and one was running away from his home. One was uh, um, intentional in going away, and both people arrived at places that they didn't want to arrive at in life. Sometimes you arrive at a station in life that you are not happy, and you can't understand why you're there. But today's message is going to address that condition and say, you must change it. You, you have one of two choices. Uh, you can sit in a place and regret it. Or you can sit in that place and change. Uh, both are very painful, may I say. Uh, to, 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 to regret and stay is painful. Or to decide and change is also painful. Both uh, have ramifications. Are you with me? Say amen. I'm not sure whether you're smiling or... All right. Now, we learn in the prodigal son as, as, a, as a theme that God will allow you to settle on a level that you choose. But He does have a preferred plan for you. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the plans that I have for you, and I think towards you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you, give you, <laughs> there it comes, an expected end. To give, God has an expected end for you, but if you choose the pigsty as your end, then that's your problem. If you choose Tashish instead of Nineveh for you, he, he says, uh, you can choose your level, but I also have a level for you. I know the plans that I have for you. So God will allow you to settle on a level that you choose, but He does have a preferred plan for your life. I want you to pray every morning and say, God, let your plan unveil in my life. Let your plan avail in my life. Thank you for the people on the right and left that shouted, Amen. Now, you must have courage to change. You must have courage to change. Say that, I must have courage to change. Um, knowing to change is, is, is good, but you must have the courage to make. Because, like I said, that some people, you can, you, can, you can stay there and regret your decision. 
or you can stay there and change your decision. To change the decision, like the prodigal son said, I will arise. He said, I will arise. He said, I will. He said, I will arise. To change your direction, you must make a decision. To change your direction, you must make a decision. He said, Thank you. He said, Now many know to do good, but never do it. Many know to do good, but they never do it. Say, what do you mean, Pastor? Well, a diabetic knows not to eat chocolates or to drink fizzy. We know that. They, they know that. They, not to eat too much chocolate. You can have one slice. They said you can have one piece, not the whole bar. But you put a chocolate in a diabetic's hand that somehow the chocolate melts in his mouth. Diabetics know not to eat chocolates and drink fizzy. Many know to do good. But few do it. Now, uh, when that diabetic has a heart attack or goes through some life-changing event, then they try to make all the necessary adjustments. People make life-changing changes after suffering. They go through adversity. And that's what changes them. Calamity, that's what changes them. Loss, sickness, fire, trials force us into doing better. Competition try forces us into doing better. But what I'm trying to show you is that many people make corrections because they go through consequences. But are you going to be wise not to go through the consequences but make corrections? That's the message today. Are you going to correct through consequences or are you going to correct through instruction? Again, let me say that. Some people have to experience something to change. Other people are obedient and they listen. Are you with me this morning? Therefore, I always say you cannot rescue someone from themselves. Everybody needs to rescue themselves from themselves. Now, the wise welcome correction. Write that down. The wise welcome correction. The wise welcome correction. Proverbs 9 verses 8 to 9 says that. Now, some think it's too expensive to change, so they continue on the cheaper option to a more costly price or place. That's the prodigal son. On his way, he, he knew that he has to change, but he chose the expensive ticket to a cheap place. Let me say that again. He chose an expensive route. Instead of changing and going back to his father, he continued to that destination of the pigsty and to, to come back. The Uber costs more from the pigsty to his father's house than if he had to be halfway and go back. The taxi charges more from the pigsty to your father's house than halfway in the destination. Some think it's too expensive to change midway. So they continue and they go cheaply to an expensive place. Oh, I'm preaching good this morning. Thank you. 
Sometimes your ego will make you loyal to your mistake. That's a good point right there. Sometimes you are too proud to make the change and go back to your father. What will my father say? What will the servant say about him? Ha, look at this guy. He, 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 the boss's boy is back. And they will laugh at me because of the life that I squandered everything. And so my ego makes it... I'm, 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 my ego makes me loyal to my mistake because I'm too proud. Are you, are you with me this morning? You can either regret it or correct it, but both are, both are painful. I need to, to, to go on and I want to end at least five minutes. I'll borrow from your time to give to the load shedding in the next service. Now let's, let's apply this practically. Many of you need practical change, practical change. Some of you are trapped in the prison of your problem. You are trapped in the prison of your problem. You are trapped. Another word is you are stuck inside of your problem. And you just, you're stuck. And you don't know what to do. The word is change. The word to you this morning is to change. Some of you are in a debt prison, debt prison, debt depression. I call it debt depression. A lot of people's uh, problems, they, they hold their head. You get headaches. It's not your head that's a problem. It's your spending that's a problem. But you say, I've got this constant headache. My, my shoulders are always tight. There's, there's this knot there. If you are to cut the knot open, you'll see it's debt depression. Inside of the word depression, the change or the solution of depression is I pressed on. If you look at how depression is spelt and rearrange the words, there it goes, I pressed on. If you use those letters, it spells depression. To come out of it is I press, I press, I press, I press on. Now let's take those people that have, I'll just use this as an example this morning. You can apply the example to any other. Uh, if you got a, and, and many people think, well, when you're depressed and you got this, they call it retail therapy. If you got a shopping problem, that's not the solution. If you've got a spending problem, retail therapy is not the solution. But they call it, what you should do is shop online. Where, where you, you go online and you just focus on what you are needed. Because even when, if I, I do sometimes checkers, 60 seconds. It's got different sectors. If you're looking for uh, milk and bread, it will only show you the milk and the bread. It will not show you. The juices, it will not show you whatever that you get tempted with, you know, by going physically through the aisles and you, and you, you, you do that. If you'd go online, it will only show you the bread. And you have a choice of BB, Sasco, Albany, that kind of, that, that range. You have a choice of bread only. You are not now enticed with dog food and uh, car wash and chamois and all of those things that as you go, 
you, 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 you need that. All right. So number one is you can change and go online. Number two, if you go, don't go, if you go physically, it makes a difference. Don't take a big trolley. Take a small basket. It's just like eating. If you're eating and you want to eat less, use a smaller plate. The food looks more on a smaller plate than using a big plate. And the, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? And so, if you've got a problem in shopping and you're going for three items, don't take a trolley. Because then you're going to see an orchid. Oh, an orchid is so beautiful. You take the orchid and you take the flowers and you take the... And then you see them doing the ribs. And let me tell you, spa, friendly spa in Watercrest, they make the best pork ribs. Man, it's, you cannot, the, the smell entices you. If you're online, you don't smell. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? And so uh, you're going to have to change the way you do shopping to get out of, and shopping got nothing to do with it, but you got the debt. Problem. You got a debt problem. Can you see it? How it cascades and filters. For every level, there is a devil. Every level of your life has a devil uh, for it. Okay. Number number. The next one is, if you go in, pay with cash instead of your card. If you notice, if you if you got only hundred rands and you say I, I only got, I came here for milk and bread, and you add up the sixteen rand and. It depends now whether you're buying springside milk, which is 26 rand, or full clove, clover milk. Clover is 32 rands. I never used to watch prices until recently. And so you got 32 rand plus 16, you got 48 rands. Best take 50 rands with you instead of going to shop with your credit card. All right, because all you go in for is the milk and the bread. 50 rand will do the job. But if you go with that credit card, you are going to fill that basket or that trolley. Pay with cash instead of a card. And if you, by all means, you fail in this, delegate shopping to somebody else. If Layla, you're a weak shopper and you're spending too much, he's shaking his head, then delegate it to, to Craig. And, and whoever is stronger with finances, I feel I'm doing marriage counseling, all right? Because only change brings change. No matter if you got a, you, you got a, you got a debt problem, no matter how much you sing, Jaira, he is my provider. But you got, a, you got a problem with spending. So as fast as God is pouring it in, you are pouring it out. So that's your problem. Not Jaira is the problem. So no matter how much you dance in church, praise in church, pray in church, you're still going to have debt depression unless you change because only change brings change. Are you with me this morning? I've got a few more moments. Can I go a little deeper? Relational change. Spoke about a practical thing of that. Some of us need relational changes. You're too long in a, in a stale place that's taking you down. Jonah chapter 1 verse 14. The, uh, it says, this theme fits in with Jonah. I don't have to be a fool to suffer, suffer Jonah's storm. Or I don't have to be a fool to suffer harm. I just have to hang out in their presence. Some of your, your trouble is not your trouble, but because of who you're hanging out with. That's the problem. So when it's time to change who you are, most times it's time to change who you're with. 
me say that again. When it's time to change who you are, most times it's time to change who you're with. <laughs> now, if you're caught in and you, you're going, I, I need to address that part. Is there anybody in that phase right now? You're going to get married, you're not yet married, you, you, you're in, in a relationship, just shout amen. All right. This is for you. Over time, listen to me. Let, me. let me let me just say this. When you find in a person, young people know this more than the older people, although the older people are also scouting out. <laughs> There's attraction with the eye and affection with the heart. Say that with me. Attraction and affection. Now God's made it like that, even for flowers, if they want to pollinate, the, the flowers come out and it attracts the bees. Attraction with the eyes, affection with the heart. Attraction and affection. So the, the first phase is to attract, but the lasting phase is for affection. So you, you, you win, win by sight. But you win further with affection. Are you with me? Those, those are the, the two, two levels. And so um, the, the six-pack becomes ten-pack sometimes. Okay? The, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder because age also ages you. So the, the attraction subsides. But the affection grows. Are you with me? All right. So, when it's time to change who you are, no, no, no. over time you outgrow, you outgrow looks for affection. You outgrow looks for character. And so, I want to tell you this morning, young people, when you're looking for people, I know that the first attraction is good, but you've got to look behind the attraction for the heart of the person, for the affection that of the person. So, being in love, when you find that, being in love is not the same thing as living with love. <laughs> the first few months, you, you are, oh, I'm in love. And you see nothing besides, oh, you have the warm, fuzzy feeling. So attraction is physical, affection is emotional. Over time, let me say over time, you will outgrow good looks, smooth talk, charm for character. For character. So the question I want to ask today is, does your lover love the creator of the universe? Can he lead you anywhere else besides the bedroom? Is the big question. Can he lead you anywhere else besides the bedroom? How is he going to love you as Christ loved the church when he don't know Christ or even go to church? Let me say that again. Oh, I want a crucifixion type love. Where should he, you know? Oh, she's out. A crucifixion type of love where, where Christ... Where the guy will get nailed on the cross. Where, as Christ loved the church, but he don't even know Christ. And he don't even come to church. How are you going to have that? How is he going to love you? How is he going to lead you? Right now, you say, well, where he leads me, I'll follow you. 
and he only has one bed uh, chamber, the bed chamber. You've got to have character. Somebody say character. I'm almost done. Will you stand this morning? I'm going to drop the plane. Change. Most of your trouble is located and inside of your, your present situation. If you're looking at why you're so miserable, you've got to look for the conditions that make you miserable and then say, I'm going to change. Change. Somebody say change. So this morning, I pray that God will ruin your appetite for those things that are destroying you. I said, may God destroy your appetite for those things that are constantly drawing you to the wrong places. You have an appetite for wrong things. May God destroy that appetite. <laughs> you have an appetite for wrong habits. And that's causing your, your problem. Some of you say, oh, I'm so miserable, but you have that appetite for that. May God destroy the appetite that's ruin you physically, morally, financially, spiritually. May you have a laser sharp view of the potential conflict of those things that are ruining you. And I rise to tell you this morning, inside of each one of you, there's a wiser you. I rise to tell you this morning inside of each one of you, there's a stronger you. There's a fortified you. There's a peaceful you. <clears throat> inside of you, who proves it is Jonah proves it. And the prodigal son chose it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. I love the book of Exodus. I think it's the right name for the right story. Exodus. 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 Say Exodus. Exodus is about exit. Exodus is about exiting. Now, I'm going to close with this. When you remember Exodus, you must remember that it's exit. And you can't exit. From a place that you are taken as a slave, it's hard. But you need God. Exodus is all about God going before you and you following it. Yes, what I want to say to you. In the book of Exodus, on their way out, they are emmed in by the Red Sea. But God changes the landscape just to get them out. He splits, he splits the Red Sea. He changes the landscape. If God has to remove a mountain for you to go through, he's going to do that. Somebody shout Exodus. Somebody shout I'm coming out. Shout I'm coming out. But you got to know that God plus you, you're going to make it. As the scripture would say, if God be for me, nothing can be against me. I want you to leave this morning knowing that I'm going to make, it, make, make a, a decision to change. But God is going to change the conditions. I'm going to decide that I'm going to come out. But my father, prodigal son, but my father 
He'll make it possible for me to enter the new place. I'll decide to leave the present. He'll decide to embrace me in my future. Somebody shout, it's my exodus. Today's my exodus. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Shout if you believe uh, that you are about to change. Uh, hallelujah.